You're listening to Behind the Impact, the podcast that looks at how the most philanthropic companies on the planet are making impact as told by the very changemakers that make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of Behind the Impact. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. In this episode, Molly Trevor-Tola, the head of social impact at Shopping Gives, joins me to have a conversation about her career in social impact and the company's social impact efforts. This is a great episode. Sit back and enjoy it. Let's get into the show. Molly, welcome to Behind the Impact. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. I'm very excited to talk to you, especially uh, with you joining Shopping Gives recently. But before we get into Mm -hmm. Shopping Gives and what the company does and what your responsibilities are, what I would like to do first is to go back in time and learn more about how you actually got into the social impact space. So if you give me that background, we can start there. Yeah, absolutely. So my career in social impact has really been a mishmash of experiences that somehow have become puzzle pieces that fit together really nicely and have led me to where I am today. So I actually got my start working in-house at a nonprofit in their communications department, managing fundraising campaigns and generating fundraising interest through digital storytelling. And that was for a global public health organization based in uh, in South America. I then transitioned into global health corporate social responsibility, where I was exposed to corporate social impact, employee engagement, and really overarching CSR themes, managing campaigns and communicating around social impact programs for Pfizer. So it was uh, in the global, the global health space. Um, and, you know, managing their nonprofit partnerships and uh, addressing the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Um, and so that was a really wonderful experience. After that, I, I pivoted uh, pretty significantly into technology, um, was part of a, a community uh, based in New York called Be Social Change and was introduced to this new social impact tech company called Give Lively, a philanthropist funded organization whose mission was to democratize uh, philanthropy by giving nonprofits of all sizes access to innovative technology to power their missions. So I joined as uh, one of the first 10 members of their team and helped launch that tech into the nonprofit space and really built it from the ground up. And at the time I left, I think the technology was supporting 15,000 nonprofits. So it grew pretty significantly. And then um, after that, what joined another tech startup that combined my experiences in corporate social responsibility and nonprofit fundraising. And the company was called Good Deeds. And at Good Deeds, you know, we brought brands and nonprofits closer together and uh, built technology that would create passive recurring fundraising for nonprofits uh, leveraged off of existing consumer behavior and micro donations. And that has brought me to where I am today at Shopping Gives, which is similar technology. We like to say, you know, while it's no comparison, we're like the Amazon smile, but for all other companies, powering brands, e-commerce, give back campaigns. And we're the leading social impact e-commerce platform um, creating impact with every purchase. And it's really exciting to see how the, uh, the progression of my career and how everything has fit together to where I am today. 
Did you always know that you wanted to get into the social impact space? Because I'm, I'm always curious when uh, social impact leaders, when they talk about their careers and they get into the profession very early on, I'm always wondering, did you get a sense that this is a, a space that can be so much more in the future at that particular moment in time? I didn't always know. I knew I wanted to do something purposeful. And in college, I took a technology for social change course, having no idea that I would literally be working in this space about 10 years later. Um, and it was in that course, I learned the immense impact innovative technology can have on driving change. Um, our mission as part of that course was very, very specific to the University of Wisconsin-Madison where I went to school. So there wasn't a huge application, but that definitely exposed me to you know, innovative social impact and, and how companies can give back. I was also part of uh, an international um, student-run organization called ISEC and we incorporate social responsibility was one of our themes during that conference. So I think I was exposed to the themes of social impact uh, at a really young age, but um, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's always been part of my vision to do something purposeful and it's really nice to see um, how things have come together. So basically social impact pretty much just follows you around. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I think I have, I've been really dedicated to searching for opportunities that bring together, that, that involve nonprofits in some way. Um, I absolutely fell in love with the nonprofit space when I was working for the global public health organization called MedLife in, in South America, and just knew that I wanted that to be a component of my work. It was either working at a nonprofit um, or with nonprofits. And once I launched into the tech space, I learned how much more support I could provide to nonprofits through introducing them and helping uh, launch, disseminate, and integrate innovative technology to power their mission-critical work. What I want to go back to, so you mentioned South America. So was that your first experience in the world of nonprofits? That was my first working experience. I had volunteered for organizations before, but yeah, that was my first full-time full -time, uh, experience working for a nonprofit and um, really learning the ins and outs of fundraising and then also the challenges nonprofits face. Um, it was a very scrappy and high impact organization. And I was just in awe of, of everything the people at that organization were able to accomplish um, with the resources at, at hand and also like the immense impact that even a $10 donation can make to help them achieve their work. And it just really in inspired me to working for uh, an organization that has a pot of positive impact on their, um, on their communities. Okay, so now let's get into Shopping Give. So like I mentioned uh, on the outside of this uh, podcast, you joined recently. So first and foremost, I'd love to learn more about Shopping Gives as a company and what the company does. So Shopping Gives is a leading e-commerce 
social impact platform that facilitates donations from brands to nonprofits through innovative cause marketing. I'm sure you've seen, you know, point of sale fundraising and give back campaigns brands are running. Our technology elevates those initiatives to the next level by bringing nonprofits and brands closer together and then integrating the technology directly on brands websites, bringing the impact front and center and living within the customer journey. It generates for the brands, it generates goodwill among their customers and also helps them um, learn more about their customers' philanthropic preferences. And uh, for the nonprofits, this is passive recurring fundraising that can support them with their mission critical work on a, a regular basis, which is really amazing for them. Um, you know, the reason why brands and nonprofits use Shopping Gives technology is we make it really easy and turnkey for them for these organizations to work together and to facilitate cross-sector partnerships. There's a really big barrier to entry for brands and nonprofits working on these types of cause marketing campaigns. They're very expensive. Um, they can be timely, uh, very time intensive to execute. And we've built technology that um, makes it very low barrier to entry by handling all of the legal aspects with commercial co-ventures and then also the donation disbursements to nonprofits, our tech, our platform handles all of that so that, you know, brands and nonprofits can work together really seamlessly. And these types of collaborations are, um, are easy. So you touched on something that I think is very important. So you mentioned uh, Shopping Gives essentially gives nonprofits a, uh, a way of generating sustainable revenue, mm -hmm. or re I should say reoccurring revenue. I feel like that's very important. I mean, you know as well as I do, you come from the nonprofit space, how difficult it is to raise capital as a nonprofit. You know, the reliance on grants and donations, it's yeah. really, really hard. And so the fact that the, the big value prop uh, for using sh uh, sh shopping gives as a nonprofit is to have that uh, reoccurring revenue. Yeah, absolutely. I think the name of the game in this last year has been how can you diversify your fundraising strategy? Because from you know, the unpredictability of the pandemic, we saw that at any given time, your fundraising strategy and your uh, streams of funding can change. And for nonprofits that relied really heavily on grants or really heavily on event fundraising, we're kind of left in the lurch. So it's an opportunity to explore innovative tech platforms and also um, diversify your fundraising strategies so that when something bottoms out, your funding isn't in jeopardy. The recurring piece is super important because, you know, there's a seasonality to nonprofit fundraising that makes it really helpful for nonprofits to fundraise around certain milestones and moments, but that seasonality is really heavy at the, the end of the year, like 30% of donations to nonprofits happens in December, which is great, but it makes it difficult for nonprofits to plan their programming for the, for the rest of the year, not knowing how much their uh, end of year, if they're going to hit their, their end of year fundraising goals. And so with subscription-based giving, that's been a trend, and recurring giving from these types of cause marketing partnerships, nonprofits can be a little bit more predictable in their fundraising goals and fundraising revenue, and you know what programs they're able to support throughout the year. In terms of social impact, it's really embedded in Shopping Gives business model, and 
Uh, first and foremost, we are committed to social impact by being a certified B Corporation. So we've gone through the rigorous assessment to prove our, our positive impact on our internal and external communities and uh, our commitment to being a, an ethically run business. But we also are committed to giving back to our community, encouraging employees to volunteer, and um, and of course, DE&I efforts, but really focusing on, on how our business can positively impact our internal and external communities through partnerships and products. Okay, so you're the, the head of social impact at Shopping Gives. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your core responsibilities in that role? So my role at Shopping Gives is a little different from the traditional social impact role in you know, managing philanthropy, DE&I, and give back programs. Social impact is actually embedded within the Shopping Gives model and our technology really embodies social impact. Our people, our products, our partnerships revolve around creating more positive impact in the world by creating these meaningful relationships between retailers and their customers and to support the nonprofits that they care a lot about. And my responsibilities as head of social impact at this organization is to ensure our technology is supporting our nonprofit partners as best as possible and serving as kind of a matchmaker between nonprofits and brands, coming up with creative ways our technology can support nonprofits' existing campaigns and also elevating these existing campaigns to our network of brand partners, just creating more of those linkages and more uh, connection between these two um, areas of business that do work together, but you know we wanna build more technology and partnerships to help it be more effective in the future. Do you have an example or two of how nonprofits are currently using the shopping gifts technology? Yeah, yeah. So there are three main ways we support nonprofit partners. One is through passive fundraising. Without a nonprofit ever hearing about shopping gifts, we're actually able to fundraise for them through our integrations with nonprofit databases. Um, So any 501c3 organization can technically benefit and be fundraised for for by shopping gifts through our technology, um, which makes it really amazing that, you know, you know, sometimes we contact nonprofits and say, hey, if we have funds raised for you by our brand partners, pledged by our brand partners, and we'd love to, to grant you these funds. And we're able to do that because our database encapsulates all 1.5 million US registered 501c3s as long as they're in good standing with the IRS. So passive recurring fundraising, which is always um, a pleasure for you know nonprofits to hear about when we contact them and say, we have a donation. <laughs> um, so there's the passive fundraising, there's um, optimizing cause marketing partnerships. So as I was saying, our tech makes it really easy for nonprofits and brands to work together and facilitate these give back campaigns. And um, we work with both nonprofits and brands to figure out those areas of collaboration and um, how we can unlock more cause marketing partnerships for nonprofits. So a lot of it is exploratory with nonprofit organizations and learning about, you know, if they've had, uh, if they've been approached by by brands who have wanted to work with them, but there's been a barrier to because uh, commercial co-venture agreements are are difficult to uh, secure and uh, donation disbursement, there hasn't really been a tech component to what they're doing. And so 
the third way we work with nonprofits is elevating their campaigns and messages to our existing community of brand partners or potential new brand partners. We love hearing about what milestones nonprofits are fundraising around. And if there's any way we can you know, create a coalition of brand partners supporting that or spotlight them in our newsletter and introduce them to new potential brand supporters. Sometimes brands will uh, sign up to use Shopping Gifts technology and have a cause area in mind but not a specific nonprofit they wanna support. And in that sense, we kind of serve as social impact consultants, making introductions for them to new nonprofits and also vice versa, introducing nonprofits to new brand partners if there's alignment in their values and cause area. Out of curiosity, as the head of social impact at Shopping Gives, what is your vision for the role? How would you like to see social impact grow at the company? Our vision is to create impact with every action. We make giving back as seamless as possible for our brand partners so they can focus on doing good and not how to do good. We wanna bring nonprofits and brands closer together. And that I think would be the overarching like vision for this role, helping brands do good and do well by giving back and creating more impact and leveraging innovative tech to do that. Um, we talk about the four pillars of unauthentic impact strategy at Shopping Gives, your team, your community, your customer, and your product. And when you think of authenticity of giving and having that evergreen strategy of impact, that it's rooted in the individual. And now more than ever, people are buying for the people behind the brand and the causes and the values behind the brand. And we want to see more of that happen in cross-sector partnerships. This next question, I like to ask every single guest I have on the podcast. What is your favorite thing or most meaningful thing about being a part of the social impact sector? My favorite thing about being in the social impact sector is leveraging existing resources and technology to do good. And I might be biased, but it's my true belief that any company can have a robust impact strategy that is not just philanthropy related, is not just give back related. If they truly look at their resources, their existing relationships, their networks, and how they can leverage those to make a difference. Um, and that's what I find so inspiring about the tech space is technology. It, people innovate with tech so quickly and, um, and looking at how you can leverage tech to do good. Um, it's really awe-inspiring to, to see the different directions people can, can go in with technology just with through the lens of, you know, what can we do with this existing resource to solve this one problem or um, bring these communities closer together? 100% agree with you. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. So when you think about social impact, at least in the corporate sector, it's really synonymous with monetary donations and volunteering. Those are like core pillars of social impact. But there, are, like you mentioned, there's so many creative ways of using things like technology to mm -hmm. make a difference. You know, even even small things like, for example, Lyft making it uh, giving their the riders the ability to round up their fares, and that that kind of the difference goes to or nonprofit organizations. And, you know, when they first instituted that feature into the product, 
it made millions of dollars out the gate. So something as mm-hmm. small as just having that simple round up your fare feature can make a huge impact. And so it's just very interesting to see some of the creative things that people are in companies are rolling out to actually make a difference, which is really exciting to, to see. And that's exactly where shopping gifts fits in. So we have we have a roundup feature and we're giving companies of all sizes, regardless of their budgets and, and bandwidths, the opportunity to have innovative tech that will facilitate those types of give back donations. And it's not just the give back donations, although that's what's specific to shopping gives, but it's taking it's it's taking a look under the hood and seeing, you know, how can we leverage our existing resources, relationships, and networks to truly make a difference. I think Airbnb Airbnb does a really great job of this, of you know, leveraging their networks and incorporating social impact truly in their business model. And I'd love to see more companies doing that in addition to giving back through philanthropy partnerships. Yeah, we're starting to see it take off a little bit. I feel like especially tech companies, they're starting to realize the importance of social impact. And now that you have people like yourself in these various roles, they have that the autonomy to find those creative elements within a a tech product, for example, to figure out how to actually use it or create something new to make a difference. So I'm really excited to see how this whole profession evolves in the next five years or so. I feel like it's going to explode in terms of innovation. So it's very, Mm -hmm. very exciting. Great time to be part of this industry or this profession. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And it's, and it's, um, it's great to see a lot of tech companies paving the way by providing their resources for free or at low cost to nonprofits because tech is a huge barrier. You know, having worked in this space for about five years, I've seen the, the, tech challenges that nonprofits face. And there's such a disparity between the like, technological solutions that nonprofits have access to and for-profits have access to. And then even within the nonprofit sector, in order to access that innovative tech, you have to have massive budgets. So tech companies are helping solve that problem by um, providing their tech for free or at low cost. And it's great I would love to see more of that. And that shopping gives, you know, we're really lucky to provide this as a a free uh, resource to the nonprofit community. And then also pass along 100% of the donations that are raised for nonprofits are theirs to own. And, you know, with a lot of fundraising tech companies, because that's their business model, they they have to take out a percentage of those donations and processing fees, um, which is completely understandable. And uh, I just feel, you know, I, it's wonderful that we're able to pass along 100% of what's raised. Absolutely. Okay, last question for you. Mm-hmm. So when you think about your career in social impact, there are a lot of people that want to break into the profession, but it's very competitive. What advice would you have for people, whether they're in a different career and they're trying to make that career transition or if they're in college and you know they're really jazzed about social impact and wanting to break into the space out of college, what advice would you give them from a career perspective about as it relates to breaking into the profession? <laughs> That's a great question. And I was asking these exact questions not that long ago. Um, and this seems like a cop-out answer, but networking is really the best way to get your foot in the door setting up, you know, find someone who you admire, connect with them on LinkedIn and set up just an informational chat to learn about their career. People love to talk about themselves. <laughs> and, um, and 
or, you know, look at someone's LinkedIn profile and see how they got to where they are and, you know, what, what the entry steps can be to emulate, emulate their career. Outside of that, I had a lot of luck in joining social impact focused communities. That's how I um, got my first social impact tech job was going to networking events through this organization called Be Social Change in New York. I have so much to owe to them. Um, that's, you know, through that community is how I also hired more people for my team. And I think these communities can be a really wonderful place to not only meet people and network, but also um, collaborate and come up with cool and creative ways to work together. So network on LinkedIn, join communities, and um, yeah, that's what my advice would be. Networking is so important. So it's not a cop-out answer. It's actually very, <laughs> very important. Um, and as somebody, you know, when I first broke into the tech industry, I hated networking. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go to a networking event and just sit there and, and chit chat with people. But as my career has grown over the years, I've come to realize the importance of networking and building those relationships and finding opportunities to collaborate. It, it has definitely helped me get my career to where it's at today. Yeah, absolutely. I am still constantly networking. I'm networking up asking people who are heads of social impact at large companies, if I can treat them to a virtual coffee. And at the same time, uh, I'm getting requests from individuals graduating college who are interested in the social impact space. And I'm more than happy to have those conversations because I want to pay it forward. Um, so yeah, networking is definitely the name of the game. Well, Molly, thank you so much for joining me, giving me a little bit of a background on your career and also shopping gives. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the conversation. This episode is brought to you by Social Impact World, the exclusive community for social impact leaders. To learn more, go to www.socialimpactworld.com. I'm Jeremy Brown, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Behind the Impact.